I believe in inspiring people to be the person they aspire to be by doing the things they aspire to do. This podcast is an additional platform to help me do just that. I know a lot, I've done a lot, and I do a lot. By sharing my experience with you all, be the highlight of my day. I will also have family, friends, and colleagues share their knowledge and experiences with me. You think you know me, but you don't know the half. Welcome to Vail's World. It's the team. All right, perfect. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy Lavelle D. Munger, your host for Vail's World. And today, yet again, another special episode. I have my brother from another, Mike. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to welcome him to, to Vail's World the best way we know how. But before we get to that, I got to remind everybody to follow us on all the social media platforms. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bell's World Podcast. If you would like to be a guest or you would like to me to be a guest, or if you want to sponsor an upcoming episode, feel free to shoot us an email at Podcast at ldmonger.com. Hope you all enjoy the show. No further ado, it's your boy Mike, man. Introduce yourself real fast. Yeah, what's going on, family? Um, my name is Mike Ferrone. Who I am truly doesn't matter, I guess, but what I stand for does. I consider myself uh, a black man, a child of God, and I think everything else after that kind of flows out of that. Um, what do I do? I facilitate. Um, I believe in making service popular and cool again. Um, serving others is, is kind of where I'm leaning in life, and uh, that'll probably be one of the things we talk about later today. But other than that, Vel, what are we rocking with? Oh, man. It's going to be an interesting show. <laughs> and I, I say that for a lot of reasons. Most of them because we probably are the two most retired um, hot boys, city boys <laughs> that Pier 4 probably has ever seen in life. Um, so it's very interesting to see how that dynamic works. Mike is, is, is way better than me as it pertains to being good. Uh, I guess he he can be Mike and I can be Lowry uh, <laughs> at this point. But yeah, it's very interesting. It's gonna be a nice show. Uh, let them know where what platform, social media platforms you have, and where they can find you. Yeah. Um. Honestly, uh, I'm mainly on Instagram. It's just easier for me to navigate. Um, I'm a little archaic with with how I get around, but um, I'm on House of Ferone at House of Ferone on Instagram. Also, something called Men Still Pray, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, Ferone F E R R O N S two R's O N at House of Ferone. So, if you feel like it, follow me there. I'm definitely um probably not worth your time, but you know, it's whatever. Yeah, and I'll make sure I put that in the description so everybody can find my dog. Making sure we show love to our guests. Everybody can't walk into Veil World, but when they do, we make sure they have a good time. Um, speaking of that, can you tell the people how we met? Man, how we met. <laughs> I don't even know if you really banged with me when we first met, honestly. But um, we met 
through uh, Pier 4, also known as College Summit, for those folks uh, back in the day that I was really rocking with the organization, um, through, this something, through this process called Coaches in Training, which is really just to make sure folks have a dynamic ability to facilitate, right? Um, you know, knowing Vell's story now, I know that it was innate in him to have that ability. And likewise, for myself, it was something I was trying to cultivate, but we were pulled together to do that. It was kind of a um, the aftermath of something called rap directing, which is, again, just this ability to really pull people together to create dynamic facilitators for uh, leadership development and students and educators. And then really, you know, I know folks now that are just doing this world ride in a, a very dynamic way. Um, so we, we came together because we were brought together in a cohort. I was a little late to the game, so the team had already formed and I, I just happened to be an add on really like the sixth or seventh man on the team. Um, I came in, <laughs> I came in kind of uh, brand new to the scheme of what the organization was at the time. Um, but we're both alum of the same program that, that's kind of been beneficial to us. And uh, through that, we kind of built a bond. Um, Vel being a man that he is, just kind of scoping me out like, yo, who is this Negro? What he about? You know, what, what, what kind of flexing he got going on? Um, and I was, I was on the same tip, man. So I think, uh, for us, it was a matter of real recognizing real. And, and through that, we built a relationship over the last couple of years. Hey man, um, well, that's, <laughs> that's great to know. So what are your impression? What is your impression of me now in this space? Man, what is my impression of you now? Um, don't mess up. <laughs> don't mess up. Right. I might get cut from the podcast early <laughs> if I say something wild, but no, uh, for real, I, I think for me, it, it is truly, I, I, I've just seen a man that's, that's grown into love, grown into loving himself, um, grown into loving others more authentically, um, growing into being able to show up and identify uh, his shortcomings, but also the things that make him great. Um, Vel has always, since I've known him or, or, or known about him, he's always been a man that's, that's been of great stature, right? Like, you know, I mean, accomplishing a lot. But now I, I see a man that's just like, yo, like he's, he's here. You know what I mean? Vel is owning all of him, his emotions, his feelings, his doubts, his fears, um, the things that make him angry. And he's doing what he will with that. Right. And I think the podcast is a reflection of that 38, 39 episodes in, you know what I mean? If you ain't see it, you should, you should have, you should have been up on it by now. If not go back to episode one. Um, but yeah, not nah, Lavelle is a man that's coming into his own. Um, and and I, I've definitely been able to experience that up close and personal. That's um, that means a lot from from you. Uh, and I say that just because this the process and like coaching and training, we allowed ourselves to see each other in so many different spaces, as we're saying to just facilitating doing the work and then the process to get us in the motion to do the work. Like I wasn't there, and I'm quite sure if I was there, I probably would have laughed and told him to chunk it up. But it was a workshop. I think when our first workshop. And uh, uh, Mike was having a bad, just week, and just everything just leading yeah. up. And he's a perfectionist, and <laughs> I believe that's when I realized he was human as well, because uh, I I believe that he was one of the great uh, facilitators and speakers out of our cohort, even though he came late. And when I heard that he broke down in the middle of a session, initially I laughed, uh, but then <laughs> that's just because I. I just laughed. I don't. I don't. I didn't know what else to do. Right. Um, 
But then come into the realization of the spaces that the space that he was in, they was kind of mentioning and, and hiding from because we didn't have that strong trust factor uh, when we first met and how that developed from that. That's that's that day on. Um, I believe we allowed each other to get to know each other more and on a different level. Right. There was already relationships that we had with different individuals in the organization based off you know, past experience and things of that. Uh, so we already had those bonds, but when those bonds kind of like dropped off, it allowed us to be in space like, oh, well, we're the only ones here, so right. <laughs> hey. We're going to have to ride together. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we figured it out. But that's been a, a great thing. So just to have somebody like Mike uh, around has been has been dope, especially on the spiritual level and the religious level, just having somebody that can, can, can ground you, uh, someone that can relate to the, the playboy life in a sense, but also know the importance of having someone and not wanting to grow old alone uh, has been a, a great piece. We both are grandma's boys. Um, Word. So, so that, that was automatically a connection in that space. And honestly, I feel like it's always great to have someone that you can relate to, not only in the workspace, but also on a personal level and have conversations about relationships and, and all these different spaces that it's hard to find genuine people in. Uh, so I do want to appreciate you, Mike, for the kind words that you shared. Uh, that's my first time hearing a lot of those. Uh, <laughs> but also, Jess, I got I got to say it for some some good moments, man. <laughs> yeah, you use it too frequently. Hey, man, hey, it's recorded now, so anytime I want to hear it, I just press play. Um, and then you know what you know coming to Vale's world and being able to share how we met. So before we move forward, quick reminder. Follow your boy on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at veilsworldpodcast.com. I said that wrong. Uh, that was a whole website. <laughs> at Veils World Podcast. And if you want me to feature or be a feature or sponsor an upcoming episode, feel free to shoot us an email at veilsworldpodcast at ldmonger.com. If you're not a monetary um, supporter, feel free to hit up my anchor. You can donate as little as 99 cent a month. Well, I'm going to say invest as little as 99 cent a month. All those funds will go towards marketing. So I'm, I'm trying to get to 100 folks. Y'all help me out. Help me out. The faster I get to 100, the faster I get to hire somebody or some agency to help me with the marketing. So we continue to keep this thing going. Now, I got all that out the way, the important stuff. So I guess it's great to just talk about good read. So we're not going to have my good read. Mike, what you got for us? Yeah, man. So I got this uh, book that I checked out um, not too long ago, but it's called Soul Care by Rob Reiner. Um, and it's really a book that explores seven different principles for broken people. Right. Um, and I really operate with a philosophy that we're all broken. Um, and I know some people not, might not want to hear that reality, might not want to explore that truth. But uh, if I if I look at people as broken, I give them grace in the journey that they're on. Right. But if I look at people as whole, I automatically give them an expectation of I want you to be essentially perfect. Right. And I'm not perfect. So I think that that book really breaks down and, and forces you to look at your family, forces you to look at your anger, forces you to look at grief, um, forces you to look at several different arrays of emotions. I mean, that really pushes on who you are as a person. What's your identity? How do you show up in the world? 
Um, and it and it's, it's for people that know that there is a piece of them broken, but that there's also a piece of them healing to become something new. Um, so for me, that book has been pretty dynamic, and I, I feel like that would have been the the piece for us to raise up today in conversation. Oh man, what's the name of the book again? Who the author? Yeah, so it's Soul Care Seven Seven Principles um, of Healthy Habits um, of a Healthy Soul, I should say, uh, by Rob Reiner. All right, I'm gonna make sure I check it out. I believe in your judgment. You haven't <laughs> steered me wrong so far. Let them know where they can find you at real fast, Mike. Yeah, again, you can find me at House of Ferrone on Instagram. Um, that is House of F E R R O N. That's two R's. Um, and you can also find me at Men Still Pray at Instagram as well. I don't know why he keeps spelling it out. And I told him I was gonna put it in the description. I mean, you know, you never know, man. Some hey, people, man. some people, uh, some people know. don't like reading, man. So I feel yeah, you. true, true. true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What's popping with you, man? Yeah, what's popping with me? Um, honestly and truly, man, I think I'm in a space right now where uh, I'm in a, I'm in a transitional space. Just you know, personal personal life wise, or just like, man, we're coming out of. Uh, I, you know, I hate to say we're coming out of a pandemic. It feels like we're coming out of a pandemic, but the but the coronavirus, um, COVID nineteen isn't going anywhere, right? We're just experiencing mass vaccination, so it feels like there's some normalcy. But with that, you know, people are coming out of uh, this time or this last year and a half, um, depending on where you at, depending on what part of the country you in, uh, you were in, and or you are currently in, um, where you really are coming out a different person, right? I don't, I don't know anyone that's gone through this pandemic and has come out the same person. Um, it's forced us to reevaluate our lives. It's forced us to see more of what we want and more who we should be. But more importantly for myself, man, it's, it's, it showed me that uh, I, I need to care for myself better. Um, so that's, that's one of the major things I want to lift up and what's popping is just like, dog, I, as, as a black man, I need to care better for myself. So that's that's where I'm at, man. Oh man, and I can say you've been living by that, and that's one reason that outside of actually being in D.C. So if y'all don't know right now, because I'm quite sure y'all don't know, but we are currently in a hotel room with yeah. our um, backs crouched, <laughs> <laughs> um, giving you all this wonderful podcast episode. So again, I got to thank him for that. Both of us are six three and taller. Um, Depending on how many centimeters, what shoes we have on at the time. <laughs> well, and, I'm always six four. Yeah, you know I mean, or um, taller. You know, so I guess he is taller. <laughs> makes sense. So, just I'm gonna try to uh, post a picture on our page so I can see exactly how we look right now as we record this podcast <laughs> at like eleven o'clock at night. Right. Well, it ain't there. It's ten thirty, but close enough. Um, after a long day of training, but we just gonna get it in. Um, so thank you for sharing that. And it's a great transition to the topic of the, of the day um, a couple weeks. Was it a couple months ago? Yeah, about a month. Yeah, yeah a couple, couple months ago, uh, Mike had hit me up. He was like, hey, bro, I know you've been experiencing, you know, I know you experienced death of you know, your loved ones on so my mom, my grandmother. I experienced death. I know some people that experienced death. Um, my mentor, he's a therapist. I think it'd be dope to have him on the show. I just want to. Have a Zoom call. I want to. I'm gonna record it. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it yet. I don't know what how I'm gonna send it out there. I don't know nothing yet. I just know this is something. This is a calling uh, that I have to fulfill. And and you are one of those great brothers that I love in this space to help 
another brother out. And it was honestly three strangers that was connected to Mike. Mike was the only familiar face, the only familiar voice and body um, on a Zoom call. He did a great job of kind of co-emceeing, moderating in a sense, because he did have the therapist that was there and did a great job of just schooling us and giving us tips uh, because he experienced Delph uh, a while ago. So from that conversation, you know, the clips has finally surfaced <laughs> and it r- reminded me of that space. And I can honestly say, Mike, that when I was, when you told me about it, first, I was trying to figure out a way to say no. Because <laughs> uh, although I've been going to therapy and things of that nature, I wasn't sure if I was comfortable enough right. to talk about that experience to other people. Mm. And it was the, the selling point for me was when you stated that, you know, your friend just lost his dad. And that, uh, is that, I was coming correct? Yeah. Yeah. His father. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He lost his dad and my will to serve and to give and take the stuff that I learned through the process of losing my mom. Mm-hmm. It was my calling. So although, you know, I was trying to figure out a way to, to flake, it, it didn't work out that way. And when we finally got on there, um, I seen the anger. I seen the frustration. I seen the, mm-hmm. the madness and bro, eyes and face. Um, as he talked about it, and then I seen that switch as we got closer to the end, as it it created comfort. Right. So I I want you to kind of talk through, you know, your your lens of what that looked like for you and why you felt like that conversation was needed. Yeah, I mean, honestly, dog, if, I, if I'm honest, uh, the conversation was essential twofold. A because I truly needed it. Um, I'm, you know, I'm still in a bit of a, a broken space. I'm still in a bit of a space of, of navigating what it means to lose your best friend, a mother, um, a friend, uh, a confidant, someone safe to you. Um, so I know I need, I, I needed to be blessed by that. Um, but I also know that, uh, through my conversation with my friends, my homeboys, um, we as men just don't talk about this, right? We just roll up our sleeves you know, and we just get the job done and whatever that job is. Right. So we could, we could easily, uh, get stabbed in our side, get stabbed in our back, you know, get, get disabled. And, and we just move because that's what we were taught to do. And that's all we know how to do. Right. The only emotion we're taught to, to express, or the only emotions we're, we're taught to express are, are lust and anger. Right. Um, so I wanted to create a space of safe space for myself. And, um, safe space for everyone else man um so I, that's my hope with the with i don't know i don't know if i should call it a podcast yet i don't know what i should call this thing but this thing we we worked on and kind of birthed together and uh i definitely think we need to do a follow-up soon uh just because a lot of times in our community we have initiation but no follow-up mm. and all a lot of us have abandonment and neglection issues on the sense of people coming out of life, they go say what they got to say and poof, they're gone. So how, you know, the best way to kind of eliminate that is being conscious of when we pour into people, making sure that we do provide that follow-up piece so that we just not leaving wounds right. um, unclosed, right? Unhealed. Mm. And a conversation we had, it got deep. It got yeah. deep on a lot of levels because we all were still going through it. And it was kind of bringing us back into space in which 
we ran, we've been hiding from. So we think we healed because we mm. have ran so far away from the situation. Yeah. Um, or try not to think about it that when it's on the top of our mind, it taps us back to that space that we don't want to be in because we never fully healed. Mm. Um, so how, how has that experience been um, for you as it pertains to trigger, trigger moments? Yeah, man. Um, shit. If I'm honest, this week is a, this, these last two weeks have been really triggering. Um, I think um, last month or last two months, I think it, it, we had the conversation in April. Um, but over the last several months, during that conversation, it was it was tense. I mean, you know, what I mean, everybody on the call, probably excluding my uh, my my counselor was or my therapist was uh, just chilling. Everybody else on the call was just like, man, you could you could feel the the weight of the emotion in there. Um, and every time I had to play it back, every time I had to listen to it, every time I had to edit it, um, it was just like the weight kept slapping right. So it was just a, a nice little jab right jab left jab um but i these last two weeks uh felt like uh or is feeling like uh <laughs> almost a knockout because my grandmother's birthday is on the 12th so um today is june 10th i'm um, recording this so her birthday is literally in the next two days or the next day and a half um and it's just like i didn't realize how much this would weigh on me, you know what I mean? How much it would come back up. Like to your point, Vel, I thought I was good. You know what I mean? Like I did, I did what I thought I was supposed to do. I was like, yo God, I'm supposed to rock out, do this conversation with my brothers. Um, really make sure that like we have this, hopefully it touches another, another, uh, man's heart. And we, you know, we do something positive. Um, and I thought I was good. You know what I mean? And lo and behold, this week comes around and it dawns on me that like, yo, her birthday is Saturday. Um, and as I sit here on a Thursday night, I'm like, I can't stop thinking about how much I miss her. Um, and I'm trying to navigate. How do I stay present with the people I'm around? How do I show love with the people I'm around? Um, while knowing that there's a piece of me that's just that's aching and there's a piece of me that's hurting and missing. So I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. Um, so the trigger moments are real and you can't do nothing about them, but just ride the wave with them. And man, I I believe that was one of the biggest words of advice that I kind of took away from our conversation was making sure that we um be mindful of possible trigger days and what that looks like. Because what happened was I was just moving. So Christmas, Thanksgiving was coming, I was just mm -hmm. moving and I find myself having moments and spaces in which I didn't want to have moments. Mm. And Mother's Day, this is my first Mother's Day that went by. Mm. And because of the conversation that we had in April, I cleared out my schedule for Mother's Day. Uh. And something that was bigger than that was my sister planned on a trip mm. to come visit my baby sister. Mm. <coughs> so my baby sister was planning a trip to come visit two months prior and we had no idea that was like mother's day like that wasn't it at all um so once i found out like that was mother's day literally a week before mother's day i kind of cleared everything out and my little sister called she was like did you know i was coming to mother's day and i was like no i i didn't this was not mm -hmm. planned 
Um, but I'm glad it happened because my right. baby sister, she took it the hardest. Mm. And I didn't want to have her in a space of just, you know, feeling alone. So her right. being able to come visit, you know, give her a, a, a break. She's had a COVID semester in mm. college. Right. She just wrapped up her sophomore year. You know, everything that's just been going on this year has been a lot for her. So it was good to have her in a different space, a different location. And then I have more control over the things that we can possibly do opposed to just being on the phone, right. uh, which was amazing. And again, I cleared off this whole day. Only thing I did that day was pick her up from the airport yeah. because being mindful from that conversation and moving forward, it's allowed me to be mindful of those days that can mm. pop up as trigger days for me. Right. So I can be in a space where I don't have to show up for other people. Yeah. Um, and I also, I, it, it's so annoying when people try to show up for me in a sense. Of, <laughs> oh, man. Da, da, da. So I had another note that I took. I put on my Facebook page. Everybody just hit me up. Oh, I, I can just imagine how you feel. I'm like, no, bro. It's 7 right. o'clock in the morning. I don't feel <laughs> nothing right now. I just woke up. How you feeling, bro? Man, I just woke up. What are you right. talking about? Leave me alone. Uh, so I had to make a Facebook status like, man, look, just send me some money for some lunch. Like, right. y'all want to support me in this moment? Just send right, me just some money for me, lunch. Right. You hear me? Like, I, you know, I'm be good. You know, I'm be alright. So that was a great, um, you know, that was some great advice because I mm. never thought about how we want to be supported. Mm. We urge to be supported, but we never tell people how to show up for us and support us in True. in those type of moments. So that was great, and you initiated that. Um, for, for sure. So my advice to you in return is just making sure that you take those days um, for yourself. And mm. if if anyone that loves you don't understand half of that is they don't they don't understand the relationship that you have to your grandmother. True. And for two, if they don't understand that, then you probably should just reevaluate <laughs> why they uh, end like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. if you don't know how you feel about your grandmother, then <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so that's definitely important. And um, man, so how do how the page going? I, I see the page, I, then I saw the page when you mm. created it. So tell us more about that. Yeah, um, yeah. The, I mean, the page. I don't, like honestly, bro, we I got I, I got like forty something followers, which the followers doesn't really matter to me. I mean, the viewership doesn't matter to me. I think it's really just about you know when you get the urge to do something, right? You feel called to do something, you just do it, right? I think. The podcast, similar, you know, Vell's World was 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 is a similar process, right? Like, it was organic, it was authentic, it was in a raw moment, in a raw space, and you think you believed, and I, I believe in you, and the fact that uh, you feel like you needed to fill a void, and I think the podcast is doing that in the same way. Um, Men still pray is trying to do the same thing, right? Like, yes, I created Men Still Pray, right? But Men Still Pray isn't necessarily just about me. Right. Like it may be the focal point right now may be about grief because that's where I'm at. And as as I navigate my, my life as a man um, and a black man in, in America in this Western context, I, I have to be cognizant of the fact that, you know, I'll, I'll often be reflecting the reality, the realities of, of black men across the nation and maybe hopefully the world, honestly. Um, but the hope is to just create safe space for, for men to be. You know what I mean? Not have to perform, not have to show up in any kind of way, not have to put on any type of vernacular or colloquialism. It's just like, no, like I, I am who I am and I get to be who I am in this space. Um, and, you know, I think I, I've summed it up to be a, a space for men to have um, 
real conversations about real journeys um and possibly with a real god depending on which what your beliefs are right so it's just like it's, it's real simple um just trying to be that that bridge to a community that needs it man and let us know where we can find that information at real fast yeah so um i have the the initial conversation that we did on all podcast platforms so google google podcast um apple podcast uh spotify and if there's something i'm missing i'm sure vel gonna let me know i need to get up on it by the end of this episode um but beyond that you could check out the page um uh, on instagram at men still pray really simple men still pray one word um but yeah man so that's 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 where all the content that i'm working on is and it lives and I hopefully it touches somebody brother 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 i know we got an early morning late night <laughs> um we'll have more time i'll be in this area a couple more times before the summer is over and we also just got to see each other period because that's just how life work out all right uh, hopefully soon we can plan just a uh, a weekend where we don't have to work and just enjoy each other's presence, be able to share stories and catch up um, because it's needed. It's, right. it's, it's definitely needed. We always see each other in these moments and we not only facilitators, but we have to, to run the show and coordinate mm-hmm. um, the entire type of like workshops to make sure that staff has been introduced to new staff, old alum are coming in and make sure everyone just feel comf- comfortable, inclusive and welcome. And that's always just just a thing. So I see a trip coming in the near future, and we'll probably make an episode of <laughs> an episode while we're there because it's right. definitely going to be a movie. So I do want to say, you know, thank you for accepting this invite so last minute and getting it done. Did a great job, brother. Thank you, thank you, Jay. Men still pray is 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 a great message, and I hope no one finds a way to make that a bad thing. In in life, we we tend to make good good out of bad and bad out of good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have never seen Mike with a do rag on in public, <laughs> so that's great for the bonnet people out there. <laughs> bonnet life. <laughs> I imagine I throw that there, but it's good, man. Let them know where they can find you at. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's House of Ferone. I'm not even going to uh, spell it out this time because they're going to put it in the description but again um check me out i promise you you're probably gonna be disappointed but such is life uh rock with your boy all right perfect and y'all know y'all can find us on all social media platforms facebook twitter instagram at veils world podcast you also can shoot us email let us know what good reads are out there let us know what's popping in your world ah <sighs> be a guest all that good jazz at veils world podcast at ldmonger.com and if you haven't Make sure that you sign up to become a monetary investor uh, to this podcast. You can invest as little as 99 cents a month. It's all going for a good cause. Let's grow together. Let's glow together. Let's blow together. Peace and love. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Join me in my journey to success by following on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Veils World Podcast. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns you would like to address, or you just want to sponsor or feature on an upcoming episode, email me at Veils World Podcast at ldmonger.com. 
Veil's World can be heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, leave a review or a voice message, and more importantly, support. For as little as 99 cents a month, we can take this thing a long way. Love. It's the team.